0: Biden takes the lead in Pennsylvania and could win. Trump has no plans to concede the election. And Keith Olbermann calls for the removal and arrest of President Trump. We've got that and much more coming up, and it starts right now. Welcome to the News and Why It Matters. I'm Hillary Kennedy. I am still filling in for Sarah Gonzalez, who is enjoying her maternity leave. It's been a really rough week for a lot of people so if you're feeling mm. negative and feeling down just remember if you're watching or listening to this you're smart you're attractive you're funny <laughs> and that's especially true of the two men at this table
1: very mm. much mm-hmm.
0: mr super the host of Stu does america with us today
1: thank you i'm uh, pregnant too uh, so, uh, that's why I look like this. Perfect. Mm-hmm.
0: <laughs> and Mr. Pat Gray, the host of Pat Gray Unleashed here on Blaze TV. Hello. Thank you for being here. Okay. <laughs> so Hi. I've been checking in with people all week long at the start of the show just to see how are you feeling today now that we're a few days removed and still have no idea what the outcome is?
1: What if I do have an idea what the outcome is? <laughs> uh, is this the time to discuss it? Uh, like, I don't feel good about the outcome on the presidential side. Um, not that I think, uh, you know. I mean, joe biden is joe biden and i don't know what he's go- i mean he's not going to be a good president i'll tell you that uh but i do think that he's going to win um you know the, there there's still the legal challenges that are out there and the president should absolutely go through and try to find each and every bit of fraud and try to root it out with this campaign it's a lot of votes though you know there's a lot of votes you'd have to overturn there'd have to be something massive and systemic that they found should the president try to find that sure um but i don't think he's going to unfortunately so i mean like i've looked at these votes i looked at where the votes are in these remaining states like pennsylvania um you know you could see it coming from a million miles away as as it, as they caught up and these are votes that were you know mail-in ballots uh, that were counted last so we knew that the structure of pennsylvania was going to be you know donald trump takes a big lead and it gets whittled away will it get whittled away all the way well now it has uh so i don't you know look i don't feel good about the result i think the republicans did well in other areas that maybe we can talk about but uh as as i step back from that i also realize that government does not rule my life i don't live and die by who gets elected and who doesn't we you know i mean until they at least put us in camps and execute us but until then i don't Mm -hmm. live and die by such things and Mm -hmm. uh, you know i i'm i we're gonna you know We were just talking about this off the air like we know we've gone through we've made it through really terrible presidents in the past. We'll have to do it again here. There's going to be a a situation ahead where we're going to have to fight really hard to make sure that our liberties are not taken away. And I I believe this audience and
2: America's willing to do that. At least at least a good chunk of it. Yeah. So the question was, how am I doing? Mm -hmm. Uh, I'm in mourning right now. I was looking for sackcloth uh, this (laughs) morning. I couldn't find it. I was going to it's going to be in sackcloth and ashes today, but um, I couldn't find either one. Mm so i I wore this the the next best thing a blue shirt or sackcloth and ashes (laughs) um but my theme right now is we survived obama we'll survive this too um fortunately i think we're gonna have the senate as a firewall you know to prevent the absolute worst of the worst stuff from going through and i remember how i felt in 2009 it was very similar to this in 2012 um and uh i was really depressed when obama won both times and i really thought you know that we were in danger of not surviving surviving that uh, but we did and I, and i think we will again i i think the country is still too strong to not survive one guy
0: right Well, you know, Stu, you brought this up. What's going on in Pennsylvania? So Biden did take the lead. Um, Now, Trump had enjoyed a lead of near 700,000 votes earlier in the week before the batches of mail-in ballots from blue areas like Philadelphia and all those surrounding counties started rolling in. Uh, And that's according to the Pittsburgh Post-Gazette. Biden was winning absentee ballots by an overwhelming margin, according to data from the Secretary of State. Um, It says that members of Trump's campaign Thursday allegedly were not being permitted to observe ballot counting in the Philadelphia Convention Center, despite the court order issued earlier in the day allowing them to do so. And so that's why, you know, Trump's campaign also sued to stop the Pennsylvania vote count over lack of transparency. They were seeking to intervene in the Supreme Court case. So. uh, Do you feel I mean, I know you said you kind of feel like the election is over what does this mean for the people that voted for trump though there are so many people incredibly upset about the way this is going and and just the fact that that our poll watchers haven't been able to observe what's going on without just a constant fight
1: yeah look i mean i think there's definitely some shadiness that has happened uh things that were not handled correctly um and there, you know the the administration or excuse me the campaign should be out there trying to investigate all of that i mean that, that they, they need to find evidence, though. You can't just come out and just throw the whole election away and say it's a fraud. I, I think that's, you know, they you know Trump says what he says. But I mean, like it's it's you can go too far. We do have a country here that is uh, based on a system that is largely implemented through trust. Right. Like we trust the system. We trust these results. Uh, that doesn't mean we have to be happy about them uh and maybe we will find something that's really dramatically wrong here and if we do then you know they're going to go to court and prove it and that's on you know the administration's responsibility to 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 go through and and get that done um if not like we have to look at I think you know Pat mentioned the positive it looks like we're going to have the Senate we don't have it yet uh that will make a big difference picking up seats in the house will make a big difference in thwarting the worst instincts of the left and you know we're just going to have to look look at this. I mean, you look at Donald Trump and you look at his run for president for the presidency. He he ran against someone who was uniformly despised uh, by really both left and right. He was able to get in there and he he did what he could do. He did a lot of good things. Some things I wasn't so crazy about, but a lot of good things. Uh, at the other side of that, he you know how. It was a very difficult ask to win re-election in this environment. I mean, we're in the middle of a pandemic, you know, the, the the economy's bouncing back, but it's obviously hit a really rough spot in an election year. This is a very difficult task. He kept it pretty close. I mean, you know, did a decent job, but at the end of the day, you know this country is bigger than Donald Trump. And, you know, our principles are bigger than Donald Trump. Donald Trump is a cultural icon uh, and has really sucked up every little bit of oxygen for the past four years out of seemingly every discussion over every topic Uh, we're going to have to find something else to do with our lives and i think most people are are ready uh, are ready to to do that as far as like you know let's focus on more foundational principles look trump is going to be who he is um and i wish he had won because I, i have a bank account that i would like the money to remain in um but on the other side of that with the senate maybe these things can be blocked. You know, I don't think we're going to get court packing. I don't think we're going to have uh, the filibuster removed. I can't imagine that we're going to have some massive tax uh, increase. I mean, Republicans will be able to block it as long as Georgia goes OK. Well,
0: so since Biden has taken the lead in Pennsylvania and it could put him over the 270 electoral votes, do you think we're going to see this go to court? In oh, yeah. And it's just going to yeah. keep playing out.
2: Uh, it's not going to be successful, but I think it'll go to court. No, but the the odds of that being successful and overturning the election in any state, uh, slim to none. Yeah, yeah, so it's just not going to happen. And I, I, I don't even know that they have solid evidence to make it happen. I mean, we've got circumstantial stuff. We've got uh, anecdotal stuff. But I don't I haven't seen any solid proof of it. You know, they showed a, a wagon being pulled into one of the one of the buildings to to be counted. It was a wagon filled with the equipment from the TV station. Right. Yeah. And people thought it was ballots being brought in at four o'clock in the morning. So, you yeah, know, there's a lot a of, lot of rumor like going that. around yeah. there. There's a lot of uh, uh, and like legend going around. And I don't know how much hard evidence there is.
1: I mean, at the end of the day, Pennsylvania, which is he, the president would ha- absolutely have to win, is probably going to end up <clears throat> in a six figure margin. For you're, Biden. For Biden. Yeah. So you're not you're not going to find a hundred thousand, two hundred thousand votes to overturn an election like yeah. that. I mean, it's just I mean, we look back to to, to Florida. It was five hundred and thirty six, five hundred thirty seven mm-hmm. votes. They couldn't even find that uh, for for Gore. And you know, everyone knew the, what side. A lot of the media wanted that to turn out on. You know, I am just amazed at this point, and I, it's hard for me to get past the idea of how hypocritical they're being right now. You know, you have the media who's coming out and saying, like, I can't believe Donald Trump. He's coming out here and he's doing all these things that are against our Democratic norms. And he's challenging all these. Doesn't he want these people to vote? He's saying they want to count, this in, in, uh, count the vote in one state and not count the vote in another. It's like, you mean like every campaign has ever done from the beginning of time till now? Like Al Gore went through and selected every specific county he wanted recounted and skipped all the ones he didn't think he was going to get any votes. Why? Because he wanted to win. And Donald Trump should try to win. He's going to try everything in his uh, capacity to win at some point. Hopefully he realizes, uh, you know, either it works or he realizes it's over and he steps down. And look, Donald Trump is not he's not going to stay in the White House while they try to kick him out. None of that stuff's going to happen. He's going to talk his game. Uh, But, I mean, in the end of the day, I think the guy likes America quite a bit and doesn't want it destroyed.
0: Right. I agree. Well, let's talk a little bit about uh, Joe Biden. He's already pledged to rejoin the Paris Climate Agreement on Mm. his first day in office, should he be elected Mm. president. So he he tweeted Mm -hmm. the news on the exact same day that the United States officially withdrew from the climate change agreement. Uh, President Trump, he began the process of withdrawing last year, but it just finalized Wednesday And Biden tweeted, Biden administration will rejoin it. Um, So the background of all this, President Trump, he'd been a critic of the United States participation in it, um, saying that it hamstrings the United States while empowering some of the world's top polluting countries. Um, Essentially, it put, you know, a lot of uh, a lot of sanctions on us that other like, say, China wasn't having to. Also adhere to um, Biden, of course, he used climate change throughout his whole campaign as as one of his top things. He said it's an existential existential, excuse me, threat, not just to our environment, to our health, our communities, our national security, our economic well-being. So, I mean, Uh, what does this mean for America? Because it, it is going to make things tougher on certain companies, certain you know, sectors of the population when they're trying to tackle climate change with all these new energy infrastructures and on and on and on. Mm-hmm. What does this mean for us if he decides, "Hey, no, we're rejoining first day"?
1: I mean, it's it, it's a couple different things. Number one, it doesn't do anything for the environment. Uh, the, the, they've even admitted they've that. they've admitted that. Al Gore admitted that. Mm-hmm that it does nothing nothing it's symbolic it's symbolic i mean and like you you need to do a hundred or a thousand of them to even move the needle on the temperature at all Mm -hmm. Uh, on the other hand it will hurt it will hurt hurt our you know businesses and it'll hurt our economy um Mm -hmm. you know it's not You know, the Paris Accord is such a is so symbolic. It's not the type of thing that will blow up your economy completely. It just makes recovery that much more difficult and it's not going to accomplish anything. It is legitimately just like a bumper sticker on your car. It's like I'm making a statement about how wonderful I am is basically all it does. So it's a terrible idea. Uh, Donald Trump was correct to get out of it. I'm glad he did do that. Um, You know, I'm not surprised at all to see Biden take this sort of stand. This is the only thing that if the Senate comes through, though, this is the type of stuff he can do, right? He can join international agreements. He can put in his executive orders and they will use the power of that administration to screw the country up. In my view, Uh, there's no doubt about it. But at Mm -hmm. least some of those worst instincts can be blocked by Republicans, which is, you know, I mean, it's it's it makes it I'm not happy you you want You want to win. Right. You want to win. You want to have uh, the best people in in the jobs uh, as possible. But on the other hand, if you can avoid the absolute worst, we really talked about this in extreme ways, looking back at it, because the the media was so not not even the polls, but the media's translation of the polls was so much blue wave, blue wave, blue wave that I sort of thought of it in that way of like we are either completely screwed and they're going to be packing the court or Trump is going to win. And there is that middle ground, which is kind of seemingly where we landed where they're not going to be able to do that extreme stuff, I don't think. But, you know, he he will make our lives miserable in many ways. And, and we have to be here to call him out on it constantly.
0: Well, we may not have to worry about it. Right. Because Trump said he has no plans to concede. <laughs> he, he said he said he has no plans to concede the election anytime soon. Um, a senior aide told Fox News the president's counselors have been giving it, him advice in both directions, some telling him concessions the right thing to do, others pushing him to continue to fight, and it sounds like right now they are continuing to fight. They said he's just not there yet as far as giving up.
2: Yeah, well, he's yeah. got till January 20th. He's yeah. got to be out January 20th, and he will be. This is the yeah. United States of America. There's no way to stay. Um, the military will come remove you. The, if you they, try will to stay come, they will <laughs> come remove you. And, it, you know, that would be an absolute disaster for yeah. America. It would look bad. It would be an embarrassment. I mean, you can't have that. And I, I think he's a patriot. And so I, I don't think he'll do that uh, by January 20th. He'll be out. Yeah. And, and to, to put this in perspective, it's been three days. Yeah, like I, the the vote, it, they haven't even called the race yet.
1: know DDHQ <laughs> right. did call it earlier today, but like man, most of the networks haven't even called did the they? race yet. I hadn't heard that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they did. They called it for Biden because they called uh, wow. they called Pennsylvania, Pennsylvania. Mm-hmm. Um, so he they have him at two seventy three. Oof! But like again, it's been a couple days. You know, the 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 campaign is going to try to find these things, root them out, file all their lawsuits, see what happens. Mm-hmm we should not act as if this is some crazy thing that's out of the ordinary. I mean, Stacey Abrams is on television every day telling us she still won Georgia. Hillary Clinton (laughs) is on television every day saying she was the President of the United States and Donald Trump and Russia stole it from her. Like, Mm -hmm. these things have gone on for years. So, the fact that Donald Trump made one speech where he said he won, when look, he didn't win, uh, and and he he may be able to turn that around with the legal action, but you know, I can understand why people were critical at some level of, of his speech last night, but the bottom line is, we all know who Donald Trump is. He's, what Donald Trump is going to do is sit here and fight hard. Until he doesn't think he can fight anymore, and at that point he will not concede, (laughs) and he will say, you know, look, he will leave. Uh, He's not gonna, he's not gonna stay in the office, but he will never, ever admit that he lost this fairly. He's still saying he won the he won the popular vote in 2016. He's still saying it. (laughs) Like that's not who he is. He's gonna say, look, I had this stolen from me, and you know, he will keep this alive. And my guess is probably put his hat in the ring, or at least not take it out from 2024. Yeah. Uh, I mean, I think he will say, look. I I, I got this taken from me, it was unfair. The people want me to run again and I might just be back. And then I'll probably start a media company and very well may run in 2020 2024 i would not be surprised at all
0: he always has a plan he always has a plan and like you know
1: but it's it's the media is blowing it out of proportion as if he's going to like you know barricade himself in the white house he's not he can't do it he's not gonna do it he's right the guy loves the country Mm -hmm. and he's gonna fight as hard as he can to stay in there but when it's time he'll go and it's not
2: requisite that he i mean it's traditional but he doesn't have to concede no it doesn't matter whether he concedes or not if he loses he loses Mm -hmm. and you're gone Agreed. So we'll see. All
0: right, we have a lot more to talk about. But first, we want to talk about Not Free America. It's one of the most interesting books to come up in a while. It's written by Mike Donovan. And this guy, he has fought tyranny for years as the founder of the nation's largest pro bono civil rights law firm. As Donovan puts it in his new book, Not Free America, our Bill of Rights has been under attack long before COVID-19 or George Floyd's murder. So if you refuse to surrender your liberty to any earthly power, You need to check this book out. Not Free America solves the issue of citizens being used by the government, but it's more than just a book. It has a solution. So visit notfreeamerica.com to take the Liberty Pledge and order your copy today to find out how to stop the overreaching abuse of our government and what actions you can take to do better. We've got to work together and do better to fix our ever-compounding liberty crisis in America. And if we can all unite around the concept of liberty, we can create lasting greatness. Because remember, the most significant changes, they usually come from crisis. So do your part and visit notfreeamerica.com today. That's notfreeamerica.com. Order your book today. We'll be back in a minute. See you next time that some Trump backing protesters, that they are a threat to the vote counters in Arizona, noting that it is an open carry state. Um, It was seen in reporter Young Law and Chris Cuomo. So they were scared about the situation in Maricopa County, Arizona um, on Wednesday night because these protesters had gathered outside the building where votes were being counted. Now the reporter Law was on the ground uh, covering what was going on. I want you to take a listen.
1: You've had drama. Uh, you have protesters outside uh it's obviously going to be something that the people counting have to worry about when they go home take it what do you have
0: Uh, okay so we are just being told that this building is now going to close so we are the last news organization allowed to do a live shot here um i want to start here because this is what it's about this is american democracy what you are seeing here are the good people of the Maricopa County
1: elections
0: department doing the count. This is the tedious at times, long hard work of counting the ballots, making sure the information is correct. I'm gonna swing you over this way. Uh, This is my producer, Kim Berryman. She's talking about how we're gonna get out of this building. There's an exit plan being formed (laughs) Because what's happening beyond those doors right there, and you can see that that oh is closed goodness. up, that shade has been dropped.
2: Look at there so are that people. outside,
0: there is uh, a very sizable protest.
2: No. So oh she, my gosh.
0: She kept going on about how That's concerned great. she was for the vote counters, <laughs> pointing to the workers and saying, you know, these people parked in that parking lot. How are the cars going to get out? So then there's another shot of what the protesters were actually doing. Let's take a look at that.
1: And he's working tirelessly in your name. God, we ask you to give us the strength to fight like President Trump. In God's name,
2: amen. Please don't tell me they were praying. They were praying? Oh, oh. I didn't realize they were that right.
0: So uh, the security concerns that she was worried about, this group of protesters they were praying, they were chanting, count the vote, and they were also chanting, USA, USA, USA. Those bastards. Um, Cuomo blamed Trump and said, uh, he's chilling the democracy. (laughs) <laughs> in a way that would lead to such an allegedly dangerous protest now they didn't actually cuomo they didn't give any examples of specific threats they just kept saying you know it's an open carry state these people are mm-hmm. armed but they were even the ones that were they were out there praying so why do you think cnn is so scared of the right
2: uh i you know who i don't know where their hatred for trump came from because it's so deep and so intense and so ugly that I I have no idea where that came from. And thus, anybody who supports him is hated equally by them. But it's a little scary because what are they going to do now? They are addicted to Trump hate and talking about it 24-7 every single day. Mm -hmm. Donald Trump is crack to them. They are addicted to Donald Trump in a way that I've never seen in my life. When he's gone out of office, what are they going to talk about? (laughs) They are going away when he leaves office. They've got to be wondering, wow, maybe we shouldn't have fought so hard for him to leave cuz now he's going to go and now what? What are you going to talk about? It's going to be interesting mm-hmm. to see what happens to CNN. They're not oh, going they, to have him to kick around every day. No,
1: they are they're going to be lost. Mm-hmm. Lost. I guess all they're going to do is like whatever he's still tweeting even when Joe Biden's president, they'll still make it into a major issue. Maybe. Uh the utter hypocrisy here though of of a network that stood in front of burning buildings and mm-hmm. flying projectiles mm-hmm. and people being murdered in the streets and explained that as peaceful protests mm-hmm. and then is sitting in front of a crowd of people praying and saying count the vote yeah. and they're acting as if their lives are endangered and the
2: chaz situation yeah. oh, that they yeah. were fine with the whole time it's
1: unreal it is it's so hypocritical and so recent it's one thing to be hypocritical it's another thing to be hypocritical about something that happened two weeks ago I mean, this just was occurring. And now they're like, oh, well, you know, this is really scary. We're terrified. Open carry state. I don't, Pat, you, you're the constitutional expert around here, but uh, does it say right to bear arms as long as you hide them? I don't know what the, the <laughs> is that
0: in there? I don't it's a know. It's in really
2: teeny tiny print. It is. And okay. you have to use lemon juice and a blow dryer <laughs> to see it. Oh, okay. Okay. I didn't know that. Yeah. I mean, to me, every state is an open carry state,
1: though I don't like to open carry per se. But I mean. No, it, I it, don't either. But you, but you just, do have the right to do. do it you <laughs> Uh, I don't recommend it all the time. No, I don't either <laughs> but personally. You can. But again, like, because of stuff like this, right? Yeah. Because people think you're going to uh, kill them, um, yeah. and just uh, just for convenience'
2: sake, that's not a fun it's place. It's the to same reason open. I wear a mask where they ask me to because I <laughs> yeah. don't want them to think I'm trying to kill them. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> same thing. That was a good comparison. Yeah. <laughs> all
0: right, uh, we have a few minutes. I want to talk about Donald Trump Jr. Um, he is calling out fellow Republicans and 2024 GOP hopefuls for their lack of of action and standing up to what he believes is rampant ballot fraud being committed in key swing states to you know prevent his dad from being reelected. um he said the total lack of action from virtually all of the 2024 gop hopefuls is pretty amazing they have a perfect platform to show that they're willing and able to fight but they will cower to the media mob instead um, and then uh his other son the president's other son eric also added where is the gop mm. I mean why is the GOP so silent
1: I th- look this is tough because uh, in all honesty like I understand the instinct to want to go you know all the way to the wall and push on every one of these things and and look the ca- the campaign should do that you could see other Republicans getting on board with that I think there's a line for a lot of people which is I need to know that there's actual evidence of these things before i fight for them right like what i'm seeing here so far is a lot of uh, viral videos and a lot of sort of random anecdotal claims that don't add up certainly to this type of scale you would need to overturn an election like this You know, i think like a lot of people go into an election with donald trump and say like donald trump wins uh unless there's fraud I mean Trump said it himself basically like I will right, we'll win this election if they don't cheat and maybe they did cheat in some massive systemic way to make this happen but you know like I'm of, I'm of the opinion that like look the American people I don't agree with them a lot of times but sometimes you know they, they've elected a lot of crappy presidents over the years and they may very well have you know s- selected Joe Biden here and mm-hmm. if that's what happened you know, I am of the opinion that we should, you know, go along and and do the best that we can with that situation. I mean, so look, it's Donald Trump's son. And I understand that you're going to want to go out there and fight. I don't know that you should just fight blindly, though, if you don't have a if you don't have a if you don't have a leg to stand on. I do think that there are some things that are going on, and they should look into them. But until we start seeing something that's going to be systemic enough to turn this thing around, remember, you'd need multiple states, states with the the, the really. I mean, you have yes, you have Georgia, which is very close right now, and you have uh, you know like Wisconsin is twenty thousand votes. Well, they've done recounts in Wisconsin before, and when they do a recount in Wisconsin, they overturn about three hundred votes. Like, you're, you're just got a long road here. I, you know, Look, I, would I like them to, to win and pull this off? Sure. But I'm not
2: willing to sell out the, this entire process for any man. Yeah. What have the lesser known Trump brothers said about it? I want to know what Tito, Marlon, and Jermaine have to say about it. <laughs> <laughs> Let's find out yeah. what they've been tweeting that's, that's what we're all waiting for. I think you could tell that uh, Stu and I are just a tad skeptical on the massive fraud on a scale that would bring him the popular vote uh four million votes over what donald trump has i i I don't i don't see the evidence of that maybe like stu just said maybe there is evidence i just haven't seen it yet and if there is of course we'd be you know pretty anxious for that to come out and and go to court but um you know i i just think that it didn't go the way we wanted it to this time was there some fraud yeah maybe maybe there were some shenanigans but not big enough to do The kind of damage that we're talking
0: about. Yeah, they're still looking for it. All right, we got to go to break. We'll be right back in just a minute.
2: They're still looking hard.
0: Keith Olbermann, he went on an unhinged (laughs) rant about (laughs) President Trump. Let's take a listen.
2: Trump can still live in a version of the bubble that he and the 69 million morons who voted for him have lived in since 2015. Inside Trump world it's fun, and exciting, and there's no pandemic, and nothing but white people, and lots of guns, and everybody will be a billionaire soon. We have not had a lot of political exiles in this country, but Trump and his people will form their own grudge-driven alt-government. Biden's lying, Biden's Chinese, Biden's a robot, and their vendetta fuel will be Mm. limitless. Mm-hmm. all right sure. so
0: that wasn't all though he, he's been really busy he also uh, tweeted trump must be removed and arrested tonight <laughs> gripped by a paranoid delusion threatening the nation's safety this can't last any longer it won't happen in fact he'll probably concede and instantly announce he's running in 24.
2: Um, he's just become a parody of himself now yeah. it's kind
1: of fun to watch he's actually a parody of of Ben Affleck playing him on Saturday Night Live now. Yeah. Like, <laughs> yeah. Ben Affleck played Keith Oberman. Keith Oberman is now a parody of the Ben Affleck caricature. Yeah. That's how far we've gone down this road. Uh, which, again, is actually really funny. Going back and watching that Ben Affleck thing. I watched it recently because Keith Oberman's back in our lives. Um, but uh, Oberman has always been insane. Yeah. And he's just continuing to be insane.
2: Do you remember the, you're a fascist, Mr. Bush? Yeah. Get them to print you a t-shirt with fascist on it. What a... <laughs> horrific insult that was because i think if you did that if you actually printed up a t-shirt that said fascist and then you put it on and you go to the grocery store people will look at you go, you're, and they'll, wow. they'll believe that guy's a fascist
1: <laughs> he's a fascist I, I don't like is there a i mean there probably is but is there a market for like what keith Oberman does like i understand that people are pissed off about trump but like he's so over the top and ridiculous about it and what is he on now He's
2: not Nothing. on ESPN anymore, right? I think it's right? just him it's doing just his him own doing thing. a little yeah. podcast yeah.
0: or something? Well, I mean, the tweets, too, saying you're cordially invited to burn in hell, losers, hashtag have a nice day, and calling the 69 million people <laughs> and counting wow. who voted for Trump morons. Yeah. I find this just so... They keep saying we need to unite. We need to unite. We're all in this together. Mm-hmm. Except... Calling people morons, telling them you hope they burn in hell—that doesn't seem very unifying.
1: <laughs> no, that's not Keith's uh, gig no. uh, in life. Look, he's just—he's just a really bad resistance uh, stereotype. I mean, it doesn't yeah. have any impact. No one cares what he says other than us because it's funny, right? Like that is really the extent of who he is at this point. He's just a giant zilch, you know, in his basement uh, yelling at YouTube.
2: I will say, though, that many leftists are kind of like that now, though. I mean, they've they've completely lost sight of the fact that they were supposed to be the tolerant, inclusive, loving ones. And wow, nothing could be further from the truth anymore.
0: Well, there's a, a man in Florida who was arrested for allegedly threatening to kill supporters of President Trump and then the politicians that are allies of the president. His name is Richard Zala. He's from Clearwater, which is a suburb of Tampa, Florida. He's a registered Democrat. He threatened to kill. Uh,
2: Damn sexy man, though, isn't oh, he? Mm. I, mean, I mean, look at beautiful that.
0: Beautiful mugshot. Right. Uh, he threatened to kill uh, Ron DeSantis, Mitch McConnell, Rand oh Paul, gosh. Lindsey Graham, Marco Rubio, Rick Scott, Matt Gates um he's 61 years old he also threatened to kill a trump supporter which included his neighbor Mm. his neighbor said we were going to plant signs and what have you but i thought you know what in this environment maybe it's not a good idea and Mm. now she's like well glad i didn't because you (laughs) never know who your neighbors are this is uh, this is really sad someone tipped off the florida fusion center because he put these threats online in like a youtube video Mm. and they they tracked him down through his ip address because Mm -hmm. he was threatening to shoot these people. Now, he said he was just making empty threats, that he didn't actually intend to carry out the violence that he had planned. He said he shouldn't have said it, and he didn't mean it. Um, But they said, you know, we can't tolerate this sort of behavior. So they are investigating. Do you think we're going to see more and more of this during a Biden presidency, or do you think this is going to die down a little bit if Donald Trump is out of office?
2: No, I think we're going to see a lot more of it. Yeah, and we'll probably see some of it put into action. Because there are people who are truly unhinged. And you, re- you read their, their words every day on Twitter and Instagram and elsewhere. And they're just, they're uh, so extreme that they're, they're not interested in coming back together and unifying as a nation. That doesn't interest them in the least. Um, I've been hearing all kinds of stuff about what's on uh, social media, about people saying that there is no forgiveness for Trump voters, that uh, they can never forgive you for the rights that he's taken away. Which ones are those? They don't even know. No. I mean, if you were to ask them, all right, what name the one name one right you've lost under Donald Trump. Mm-hmm. They can't do it. They just have this uncontrollable hatred <laughs> for him that doesn't make any sense. Yeah, it's, I mean, if they're going to name one, it would probably be covid related that Joe Biden has promised to do as part yeah. of his platform. Or um. maybe it's the <laughs> non ability to kill babies overseas. Yeah. They still have that right here. Uh, but Trump stopped it overseas. Oh, okay. so well, At
1: least funding it. Overseas. Yes, at least funding it. Uh, you know, it, uh, it's scary, right, to hear someone mm-hmm. say, and especially with all those names of, of, of Republican politicians, and we haven't seen anything like that since a Bernie Sanders campaign volunteer yeah. tried to kill all of the Republican politicians. Yeah. Uh, so we see this often uh, from the left. There's a lot of this going around. I, I think, like, the difference between the Trump era and potentially the Biden era uh, when it comes to these crazy people is, There's a lot less regular people that will get on board with them. Like, there, it, there are always going to be insane people that want to kill all the Republicans. That's going to ha- always happen. But I do think, like, with, with with Trump not being president and being so prominent in everybody's life... You think the, it'll calm down? The average Democrat who is actually at the Black Lives Matter rally while the buildings mm-hmm. are burning and cheering it on right now might be back at their office, you know, next I year. So. I don't know that that necessarily protects anybody's life. It just might, it might calm the scale of it a little bit, <clears throat> um, right. but biden's not exactly an inspirational figure they don't care they honestly i'm surprised that these democrats even know who he is i mean they they, they, they did not vote for joe biden they voted against donald trump and now we're all going to have to deal with that mm-hmm. uh, choice because that's our system uh but i i, I Maybe some of the some of it in the giant numbers calms down a little bit, but these people who are
2: legitimate revolutionaries are not stopping. They were there when Barack Obama. They've said that over and and over, and they they will Not stopping, nor should they, according to Kamala Harris, Mm -hmm. who is likely to become our next vice
0: president. I think (laughs) what's interesting too is they're not even trying to hide any of their plans at this point. Yeah, they don't care. It's out there for the world to see, and they don't care who knows it. Mm -hmm. Some scary stuff. All right, we've got to go to break. We'll be back in just a minute. with all the news that's come out this week. Here's one that I didn't see coming. Uh, Russian President Vladimir Putin, he might be stepping down. <laughs> so he's reportedly planning to step down next year amid health concerns. He's 68 years old, um, and he's been the Russian president off and on for the last two decades. He's suffering from Parkinson's disease. Mm. They're speculating. Oh. Um <laughs> They're saying that his girlfriend and his two adult daughters are pushing him to leave the office starting in January. Um, they're saying, you know, his family has a great influence on him. He intends to make his public handover plans in January. So they're they're saying there's some telltale footage of him with some symptoms of Parkinson. They said, you know, like his legs were in constantly in motion and it looked like his his fingers were twitching when he was trying to hold a pen or hold a cup. Um, and they think that he's been taking a cocktail of painkillers all that kind of stuff Mm. so he has been proposing legislation that would grant former russian presidents a lifetime of immunity from any and all criminal prosecution (laughs) so he's trying to get this approved Before he steps down, um, and this would entitle a former president a lifetime seat as a senator in the country's Federation Council, also because right now Russian presidents are only protected from convictions while they are still in office. Uh, the Kremlin said this is all nonsense. He's in excellent health. Everything's fine. Um, but Putin became a trending term on Twitter mm-hmm. yesterday as this news sort of broke. So. What do you think this would mean for world leaders if Putin decides, I'm going to step down?
1: Well, look, Putin not being there would be good uh, for the country. Um, You know, he's not a very good guy i don't think of him as that much of a family man but apparently he's listening to his family and (laughs) he's going to step down i don't know i i'll believe that when i see it honestly the guy stayed i mean you you said he was uh you mentioned he was um president off and on his off was him manipulating the constitution to put his buddy in to hold the office Mm -hmm. for one term so then he could come back i mean he and he just slid over one office and still ran the country like this Mm -hmm. guy his his whole life has been trying to not only uh ruin the rest of the country uh, uh, countries around him and and us as well but also you know uh, just trying to hold power um so i i will believe that one when i see it uh you know of course you don't work with anybody ill health but i would like him to uh, get out
2: what what you would like to see though is maybe a few less poisonings uh with him out of office that would be nice what percentage you know? drop off are you looking for well at least 10% 10% less wow. 10%
1: less, <laughs> 10% less yeah. poisonings yeah uh i think that would be a good thing well
0: he has been in office i think stalin was the only person who was in office longer than
1: wow mm, really Mm, so he's been there
0: for a really long time time. but i mean what do you think this would mean for a biden presidency let's say he does step down and then we get you know putin 2.0 who's even worse do you think a biden presidency could handle it stand up to it
1: Uh, no, I don't think you know. Biden is pr- he's pretty awful. He's been wrong on basically every major uh, decision on foreign affairs for the past 50 years. Uh, so I'm not very confident in that part of his presidency at all. Um, you know, it's interesting that like we really you think back to the Putin thing. We had a chance to really change the whole world there. This is after the collapse of the Soviet Union. Um, you know they were didn't know what was going to happen there and the, things were wild and there's this power struggle and somehow vladimir putin who was really kind of a nobody at the time wound up wound up winning that power struggle it's been really bad for the earth uh for the last uh you know 20 years and hopefully that's it would be great if it's over soon um the problem with it is of course whoever comes in next is going to be his hand-picked person mm-hmm. uh and it's not and as bad or worse it, as bad or worse it seems to be yeah. the pattern with these things
2: yeah um it also You know, many of us believe that Biden is slipping cognitively. Mm -hmm. Can you imagine him negotiating with world leaders like Vladimir Putin? I don't think he's capable of that. Mm -hmm. I don't think he's capable of that now. Six months or a year from now, how much less will he be capable of that?
0: It's kind of frightening to think about um, well, this is, this is kind of a, a sad story, but hopeful for a lot of people. It gives a lot of people something to think about. Al Roker, he's, um, he just announced on the Today Show that he has been diagnosed with prostate cancer. He's going in for surgery um, to have his prostate removed. He said the good news is that they caught it early. So let's take a listen to what he had to say. After a routine uh, checkup in September, uh, turns out I have prostate cancer uh... and it's uh, a good news bad news kind of thing and good news is we caught it early uh... not great news is that it's a little aggressive so i'm going to be taking some time off to take care of this uh... and and uh... it's one of those things that it, it's it's a little more common than than people i think realize and so uh... i just decided that i wanted to go public with this because one in nine men are going to be diagnosed with prostate cancer in their lifetime but for african-american men that number is one in seven and is more deadly. So, if you detect it early, this is a really treatable disease.
2: What a racist disease <laughs> it is! What an untargeting African American racist disease wow
0: really is well he he has uh, been a champion of prostate health for a long time he underwent on an exam live on NBC back in 2013.
1: that's, a, that's not needed and then no. he did
0: a uh i know it no, doesn't sound like that. a lot of fun no, does it no
1: that sounds um, like bad programming <laughs> <laughs> no thank you
0: <laughs> but he did he did a, a psa about it back in 2019. um he's got three children uh two daughters and a son he said his wife has been really kind of a champion for him with this but um we just want to say we hope that he has speedy recovery right i mean that's mm-hmm. that's, that's that's tough yeah. absolutely
1: it will be nice at some point point. and the, luckily we did select the president that's going to cure it remember he said he was going to oh, cure yeah. cancer so now yes. look it might seem like bad good. news today but we now yeah. have a president who's going to cure cancer <laughs> so you got that going on for us <laughs> which is right. nice mm-hmm. <laughs> we
0: got that. well it, it, we really we do wish him well and you know the good news with all of that too with him coming out and being such a public figure he is reminding people hey get yourself checked take care of your health i know we have a million of things on our minds right now but it is always good to make your health a priority your mental health as well so if you need to take a break from the news cycle this weekend go take a walk outside spend some time with your family yeah think about positive. think
1: about your prostate cancer think about think your think, prostate think about, yeah. the, think about the fact that you might <laughs> as you're walking have prostate cancer that should relax you
0: I was trying to take it in a positive direction, and still.
1: <laughs> <laughs> and I brought it back to the prostate once That's again. Right. And I apologize for that.
0: Gotta love that. All right, we've got to go to break. But when we come back, we're going to talk about our question of the day and our results from our question yesterday. So stay with us.
1: <laughs> I wish I spent less time today thinking about Al Roker's prostate.
0: Yesterday we asked you, who do you think will be president in one year's time? Donald Trump, Joe Biden, or Kamala Harris? All right, 65% of you, 65.6% of you said Donald Trump, 8.7% of you said Biden, and 25.7% of you said Kamala Harris. I would love to know your answers, gentlemen. I
1: love the fact that three times as many people think it's Kamala over Joe Biden. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Um, But yeah, I mean, I think look, I think Joe Biden will probably be uh, president in a year, unfortunately.
2: I actually believe six months to a year uh, he's gone because he's fading I, I think kamala harris wouldn't be shocking wouldn't yeah, be shocking it wouldn't
0: how long do you think she would last
2: hopefully just till twenty twenty four. 2024 yeah. Uh, yeah. and then we get her out yeah yep uh i don't know but who is there Other than Donald Trump running again, he's going to run again. Did you see the poll that came out of the Republican
1: uh, candidates? Number one was was Pence. Two was Donald Trump Jr. Mm -hmm. They didn't have Donald Trump Senior on the list. Who, if he was on the list, would have got seventy percent of the vote. Yeah, like people are just—he's just going to play that. I think he's smart to just keep his hat in the ring and
2: and uh, he is. And it would drive the left crazy. Crazy. Mm
0: -hmm. Give him something to worry about for the next four years. All right. Will Nancy Pelosi? This is our question for the day. Will Nancy Pelosi remain the Speaker of the House? Yes yes or no
1: Mm. you know it's that's an interesting one I don't know she was uh, they almost pushed her out last time and there was sort of this like rumored deal that the the progressive left were like we'll let you have this one last hurrah here but then next time we're coming and Nancy was like okay fine Uh, now well now that's time to pay that Piper right they tr- they are going to try to run somebody against her. It's possible she loses. I mean, it, this is not an impressive showing by the Democratic House. The, the Republicans were supposed to lose ten to twelve seats. They're going to gain ten to twelve. Mm-hmm. She's pretty resilient, though. I think she
2: stays.
0: Yeah, she's yeah. like she's like glitter. Have you ever gotten glitter on your yeah. skin and <laughs> you just, it just can't get it rid of, it. and you cannot get it off? The oh
2: yes, Nancy
0: Pelosi, the, like, the glitter a, of politics. As a
1: dad who has a daughter who loves princess dresses, I do know this. You know all about, about the glitter yes. <laughs> it's everywhere.
0: All right, so I've noticed there's a lot of new people that have been watching this week. So if people want to find your shows, know about, know more about you, where can they go?
1: Uh, well, I'm on a show called Stew Does America. Uh, it's uh, 8 p.m. Eastern here on Blaze TV. Uh, you go to YouTube and search for Stu. Uh, you'll see my channel there, and of course also on the Glenn Beck. Radio program uh, every day from nine to noon.
2: And <laughs> for me, you see, uh, you see me on uh, Pat Gray Unleashed, and you can find that on YouTube, uh dot <laughs> I Do right? not Slash know if you have the If you don't know,
0: <laughs> squiggly line <Slash> YouTube. <laughs> Slash squiggly line. You Just can find him.
2: Search it. You'll That's find right.
0: it. Search it on yeah. the on the Google machine. All right, you guys yep. have a great weekend. We'll see you on Monday. <laughs>
1: Search it on the Google machine. The Google machine. machine. Search it on the Google (laughs) machine.
2: I'll be right there for you.
1: Thanks for listening to the news and why it matters. We hope you enjoyed the podcast. If you'd like to watch the program, become a Blaze TV subscriber and start your free trial now at blazetv.com.